0: Jonathan Kraft, Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. Hello, I'm Scott Sosnick. I'm Evan Novi Williams, and I'm Michael Barr, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports, where Scott, Evan, and I—nice, good change, Medina. Explore the big money issues. Evan's fist pumping. The world of sports. (laughs) <laughs> he likes it. It's like he's won. Oh, man. Uh, speaking of winning, let's Thank talk you. about uh, you. Liverpool. Yeah. You see that smooth? Don't call it a comeback. On to the championship finals, beating out Barcelona for. Oh, come on. Stay, the- with, stay with Barcelona. Barcelona. Barcelona, right. Hey, you want to hear some action? Let, let's, let's hear it from the announcers. Take it quickly. Oh, wonderful thinking. A Absolutely brilliant from Liverpool, and for Barcelona, chaotic, catastrophic, and it's four, and they do lead now, not just on the night, but on aggregate.
1: Cataclysmic. (laughs) (laughs) Should we explain aggregate? uh, There may be some listeners. All right. Right. When you're scoring in the aggregate, it's a two-game series. The first game in Barcelona, Barcelona won 3-0, 3-0. So, game two in Liverpool, Liverpool has to win by four. And if they give up a goal at home, then they need to go to five. It's the total scoring of the two-game series. So what were the odds of Liverpool being able to defeat Barcelona? By the way, the Barcelona uh, social media person, when Liverpool scored early in like the seventh minute, they put up, something on the twitter feed that said well they're going to have to score 5 cuz we're going to get at least 1 right <laughs> oops oops <laughs> so they needed to to win 4 nothing to advance right
0: 3 would have kept playing but they needed to win 4 and wouldn't you know 4 nothing liverpool i mean this is some long shot stuff i don't think i don't think anybody betting would have placed money on this well, well I, as a matter of fact somebody did, did. Yeah, some people did
2: i think i think there was a, the odds were i think 50 to 1 if 40 or 50 to 1 that Liverpool would win for nothing um, you know, we we see this. I mean, every couple years in the Champions League, certainly when it happened, Barcelona, not Barcelona, long ago. Yeah. and and beating Paris Saint Germain uh, a couple years ago, which was I think even a bigger comeback yeah. than this. But Liverpool moves on to the Champions League final. That's not a two game series. That's a one one off event. Uh, the The winner of that, I think, typically pulls in over a hundred million dollars yes. for winning. You want a game for revenue? That's you know, the one. Yeah, the the runner up is in the is in the 90s. Certainly an important. Uh, kind of a a massive milestone also for, for Liverpool itself. Uh, they were, if if you remember, runner up last year as well. An English team hasn't won the. I mean, the, the, one English team has won the the Champions League in the past ten years. That was Chelsea back in two thousand twelve. Uh, I'm not sure if, if Liverpool has ever. Or Liverpool has back in nineteen eighty one. So so this would be their first title since nineteen eighty one. Um, but you know, just like we talk about with you know with Super Bowl teams, right? Just just being at the biggest game in your sport um, comes with it. You know, a lot of ancillary benefits like merchandise sales like yeah. ticket sales itself. you know
1: who else is a winner by the way bar whom you know the tie one lebron james because yeah, because years ago when fenway sports group and they had the marketing tie-in with lebron's folks don't you know lebron got a piece of the liverpool football club oh yeah he paid six and a half million bucks for his that. stake that six and a half million bucks is now worth hmm, 35 40 million that's yeah. not bad that's not bad, <laughs> not bad yeah. so he, he tweeted you'll never walk alone you know, so he's showing his LFC love.
2: Liverpool also, uh, according to a number of different reports in in kind of the final stages of negotiating a deal with, with Nike, that, that would probably be the most expensive uh, apparel partnership ever in, in the Premier League. That may have uh, added a little bit of money to it uh, in, in the wake of yesterday's uh, performance. Right.
1: We should probably say the club is owned by John Henry mm-hmm. from Fenway Sports. So, American owner doing doing okay with Liverpool right now.
2: And they're also, you know, this weekend, if they win and Manchester City falters, yeah, the EPL. they will also win the EPL. Um, and if you can win the EPL, the EPL and, and the Champions <laughs> League in, in the same season, uh, that is a, a tremendously uh,
0: successful campaign. Uh, we got to talk about the Rams. Uh, they want St. Louis to pay half of the $24 million Speaking of an American owner who also has an
1: EPL team. Sorry, I had to go over you. <laughs> <laughs> the Los the Angeles
0: Rams, they want the St. Louis Convention and Visitors Commission managers of the city's downtown football stadium to pay as much as $12 million for the settlement fees, and the team is taking the commission back to arbitration to do so. Wow. Yeah, this is yeah.
1: this is a, a weird one. And pro I can, sports teams are not your friends. I, I can
2: kind of lay it out here for people who are curious. Um, but when the when the Rams left St. Louis uh, to go to Los Angeles, they uh, there was a class action lawsuit filed by a number of Rams fans dating back to seat licenses, which are one-time fees to, to get the ability to buy season tickets. So back 21 years ago, when the Rams were coming to St. Louis, they sold 30-year seat licenses, right? So, so fans paid a decent amount of money for the right to have season tickets for 30 years. Well, the Rams didn't make it 30 years in St. Louis. They, they left after 21 years to go to L.A. So these fans sued saying, hey, listen, you know, we, we paid for a 30-year seat license. You left it for 21 years. There's nine more years there that we paid for that we never got. The, the Rams have settled that lawsuit for $24 million, but are asking uh, for the city, by way of the St. Louis Convention and Visitors Commission, to pay for half of that. Their argument being that before the Rams sold the seat, the the seat licenses, they were being sold by a a, a community led group called Fans Inc. Right, which which was doing that before the Rams were even tied to the project. So the fact that this was led by a community led effort before the Rams came in, is is how the Rams are arguing that the that the community should be on the hook for half of it.
0: Okay, in other words, there's going to be a, a chance in hell that St. Louis is going to pay this because when you think about it. You know, okay. The Rams decided to leave. All right, okay. See you, bye. And the people who had the season tickets, they had a point. Say, listen, you owe us nine years. Okay, here it is. So now, why should St. Louis kick in some funds?
1: Oh, so you were making a legal argument. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Oh. I, I thought it's you were going to point uh, to, you know. I, I thought you were going to go Mike McCann on us. Huh? Yeah, I, I, there's, there's so
2: much le- legal nuance here. I don't know. I mean, who? there's a chance that the 30-year number was something that the Rams didn't put into the thing, but that the that the community did. In that case, maybe the Rams has that argument. Can I don't know exactly what the argument Let's is. just talk optics. The optics are bad.
1: Cronky Sports and Entertainment... Is a pretty big operation. He's what, an eight billion. Eight, he's eight he's worth eight yeah. billion dollars. He's building. What's his stadium now? What's the no. what? Are you up to five <sighs> plus billion of stadium, yeah. and and we're asking St.
0: Louis to fork over twelve million now. Uh, see, that's that's what I'm getting at. I, let's just go optics. Yeah, I I, I don't understand that at all. You know, if you want to leave, okay, that's your call. Stan has cowboy boots that are worth more than 12 million dollars. <laughs> One boot is worth more than 12
1: million dollars. Well, now you know where he's trying to put that. Boot. <laughs> and this is
2: this is just a small portion of the the plethora of different lawsuits and arguments yeah. that St. Louis and the Rams, I mean, they're fighting over the practice facility that the Rams left behind. You know, the 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 city put in, I believe it was sixteen million dollars to scope out and plan for a potential new venue that would have kept the Rams in St. Louis. You know, the, the tens of millions, if not more. dollars public money has been spent on either trying to keep the rams in st louis which you know ended up being uh being a a non-fruitful endeavor but also kind of trying to unwind uh the situation once uh the rams
1: left hey bar this is gonna sound weird for somebody who does what i do or for what we do but if every professional sports team in town picked up and left i really think i'd be just fine (laughs) i mean they won't like hearing that but now yeah you got to explain that oh i'm serious if every single do i enjoy every now and then go i'm not going to say which ones but i do have my favorite one or two that i go to but worst case scenario if they picked up and left town so that i would now be forced to just watch these games on tv maybe uh have my fill of some minor league stuff or just go to the park and play
0: I think I'd be just fine. I, I'm sorry. I would be shattered. And I'm here in New York. If the Detroit Tigers ever said, hey, it's been real, see you, I would be shattered. I was having a tough time back in the day when the Tigers moved from Michigan and Trumbull from the old Tiger Stadium yeah. to the new Comerica Park. I mean, it's it's great. It's not even new anymore now. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's a beautiful park. But I love Michigan and Trumbull. Now, if they just decided to leave the city, I, I would be heartbroken. Really? Yeah. Even though, do you view these teams
1: as civic trusts or do you view them as what we do every day? Are they just businesses?
0: Well, that's the part. I have to separate that. You do. What we do here, yes, the business of sports. It is a business. But if you're a fan of the team, obviously you have some emotion tied to that. There's some emotional attachment. So wouldn't you be hurt? Is it unrequited
1: love? (laughs)
0: See, this is Evan's not saying a word, which is why. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, man. It's, Does it's, the team love you the way you love the team? The team That's doesn't
1: the
2: even know
0: my name. There man. you go. You but
2: know. there's a, I mean, there's a kind of a third part to that, right? Which is that the this is also a business for the on the civic side, right? Like one of the reasons St. Louis wants the Rams to stay in St. Louis, partially because fans in st louis love the rams yeah but there's also a, a business value to the city for having the team there right so it's not just business of the of the of the the team versus love of the fans there's also this other entity here the city and other businesses which which benefit uh largely
1: for in st louis yeah, for just having just place dollars i think that it's, the money goes somewhere else that's all
0: we got to move on to um and the women's hockey players they are boycotting They want the NHL to help do some funding. So last Thursday, more than 200 of the best women hockey players in the world announced they would not suit up for any North American pro-women's hockey teams this season until there is a league in place with resources and support for paying the players livable wages. And uh, God bless them. I hope uh,
1: something happens. Have you been to a women's hockey game? I have not. I have seen the Connecticut team play at Chelsea, Pierce and Stanford. uh, I believe it was the first game.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: It's tough. Women, women
0: hockey players well, just like the men. Oh, but all, it's tough. all
1: niche sports are tough. Uh, you have to make a go. I, I, and again, I always say these are meritocracies. These sports leagues are merit. I do not like it. When somebody tells me you should watch this or they get, they should get more this. And that goes, men, women doesn't matter. Like I don't watch the arena football league. I don't care. I've never watched one. I've never gone. I do not care but enough people do where it's a sustainable business is that true of some other leagues well <laughs> yeah I,
2: it, I it's been a tough certainly a tough year for professional women's hockey that there were you know as of a couple of weeks ago there were two professional women's te- leagues, the Canadian Women's Hockey League and the National Women's Hockey League. The Canadian League folded. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the National Women's Hockey League is all that's left, and, and these 200 women are saying, <laughs> we will not play in any professional league, but really that league because it's the only option. We will not play in that league this year. Um, that league has a, I believe it's a $100,000 salary cap total it league-wide. Ain't it ain't a lot of pay. The minimum salary is... $2,500, which but it is seems to me, nothing. But it
1: seems to me that the panacea seems to be an affiliation with the National Hockey League. Absolutely. And yet the WNBA players are saying, this has been a long-standing commitment from the NBA. Right. To And yet, I'm hearing the same argument from WNBA players. We don't get enough. We need more promotion. We need more. The league has to do more, 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 more.
0: Now, I'm going to ask something. Because the WNBA oh. tried something years ago. And they tried putting their game on uh, Lifetime. Uh, yeah. Which is more geared for women, and unfortunately, they actually it,
1: call it television for women.
0: Yeah, and it it, it didn't. Stay I like long Lifetime.
1: Thirty something. One no, of my I favorite do. shows. I, I, I like I like Lifetime. Marshall Zwick and Ed Herskovitz. or is it Red, Ed Zwick and Marshall Herskovitz. Those were the yeah.
0: Is this Ken something Olin, Love them. That can do for the uh, if you had the WNH. I don't think the
1: place is the problem. It's the revenue generating. Who who what what media entity is going to pay big dollars to have look at the XFL. Fox isn't even paying for the or in ESPN. They're not paying for the yeah. XFL. You got to see if it works. I'm not going to pay you money unless I know eyeballs are coming.
0: Speaking of the XFL, Wait, but, did you did you see that video by the way on Twitter where they were cheering when they were, you know, when they were announcing the the networks involved? And I, I just wonder is that if so, if they need to do something like this, I Evan. I, I'm just I don't know for the for the yeah. League.
2: Again, I think for for professional women's hockey the. Getting a, a hefty media payment from a network is,
1: is, is not going to happen no, anytime any no, soon. Getting anything, sure, Audio, getting any, people to go to your games, getting sponsors, getting anything.
2: I, there's momentum there, right? The, the NWHL's All Star game in Nashville was the highest attended professional women's hockey game in, on U.S. soil ever. Um, the 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 new team they added in Minnesota sold out every game, albeit in a in a twelve hundred seat arena. But it's Minnesota, um, right? Sure, it. yeah, yeah. It's it, part of it is markets, but also there is a benefit, and I I'm happy to make this argument. There's a benefit to the NHL for growing the game nationwide, well, right? The, and the that tag, in, that the includes, includes the NHL hockey's for everyone, absolutely, absolutely. and yes. that that includes women and when young women in America have a see a, a professional opportunity that they can strive for through playing hockey. I think that is a good thing for the NHL. The watch
1: they're going to play, they're the, going to go, The
2: NHL is only investing $100,000 a year in, in professional women's hockey. The NBA pays, what do we think, 100 times that for the WNBA, if not more. The, the investment between what the, the NBA puts into professional women's basketball and what the NHL puts into professional women's hockey are so, so different right you now. You see better ROI for NHL
0: support. There. I got it. I see it. Okay. Oh. And just like that, this has been the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scott Sosnick and Evan Novi williams We are here each and every Monday, Wednesday and Thursday, exploring the world of money and sports. Join us again at the end of the week when we speak with
2: Chris Ripley, CEO of Sinclair. Scott, I hear he uh, did something big this week.
1: Yeah, a few RSNs now belong to him. A couple Hmm. billion dollar movement. Yeah, only ten plus billion dollars.
0: (laughs) You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio, around the world and online, where you get your podcasts.